0: Welcome to Briggs Auto Insider, the podcast where the road to automotive knowledge begins. Brought to you
1: by Briggs Auto Group, your trusted name in cars.
0: Welcome back to the Briggs Auto Insider. This week, we're sitting with Rick over at Heartland Truck Bed. So, what's something that's really unique about Briggs Auto Group is the fact that you guys have your own truck bed and accessory store
1: you know this this was a, a forethought of mr briggs's six seven years ago and started this and it's growing every day of the week uh, we offer all kinds of accessories for vehicles we have five different manufacturers on beds that we offer we have steel we have aluminum beds we have utility trailers so the market is growing every day of the week and and the aftermarket accessory parts just seems to be skyrocketing in growth out here today.
0: Yeah, and I I think it's, you guys are becoming a one-stop shop for someone that's buying a truck, and we have a lot of your to-market material right now is the five trucks, five brands. And I think that's a, a huge lever in the space today.
1: Absolutely, the motto out here at Heartland Beds is, pick your truck, pick your bed. With the five different brands that we have in the, in the Ram, in the GMC, the Chevrolet, the Ford, and the Toyota, it gives all of our buyers different opportunities to look at different aspects of these trucks and what they're wanting to use them for, whether it be in the construction world or in the ranch world.
0: Yeah, and I know before we even started this, I, I come in and you're on the phone and you're, you're talking to people and I was telling you that the, the wealth of knowledge about truck beds is unreal.
1: Well, I appreciate you saying that, but part of it, I grew up in the ag world. I've been in this organization for 35 years and, and, and it's the evolving ability that this organization has to help facilitate all of our customers out here that we have.
0: So would you say that a large portion of the, the beds are going to ag world or do you see them going to, what, what do you see the highest volume of beds going out for?
1: I'm gonna say it's split between the construction world and, and the ranch world, but yet we have people that are pulling RVs and wanting beds, flat beds on their trucks uh, to do some different things with. So it's an evolving business and, and it's growing every day of the week.
0: So if I go buy a truck and I think a lot of times people are more the, the whole Briggs Auto Insiders to make it easier for people to buy vehicles. People understand buying vehicles understanding how the process works so if I go buy a new truck and I buy it through brakes how does the process look if I want to I want to have a bed put on it and I want to have that all done is that facilitated fully at the dealership do I work with you how does that get all set up
1: well it depends on what the consumer wants to do we have done it both ways we've done it through the dealership but we've also had the customer come out and do it out here too The unique thing about it, some of these beds in the ag world, uh, they come out here to do this because of the sales tax savings that they have in the ag world that they have. So they come out here and and do the bed separately from buying a truck at the location.
0: That makes sense. Uh, So say if I just have a truck, what does the process look like? If I come in, I like I said, I just witnessed you on a phone call going over and going over every single one and need that this guy had on the bed that he was looking for. And I think he was probably getting asked questions he didn't even know.
1: And that's what you want to do. It's it's interesting, as this has evolved, how many people don't know the length of their bed of their pickup. It it truly is. I mean, um, and it's unique from that standpoint. But one thing that we don't have, we don't have any manufacturers that make a bed to go on a 1,500 short bed pickup. Uh, that's one thing that the market is not doing yet. And I think that's going to evolve eventually because of the way the, the beds will not stand up to the, to the environment.
0: Yeah. So what is, so most of the time they're, they're all being put on three-quarter ton, one-ton trucks?
1: We, if it's a six-and-a-half-foot bed, yeah. we can put it on a half-ton as long as it's a six-and-a-half-foot bed. But most of them are going on three-quarter, one-ton or medium-duty trucks.
0: Okay. So do you, do you majority service Kansas, Western Kansas, Kansas City? Like what is your dominant market and like what markets are you guys trying to get out into to acquire more work in? We,
1: we, we probably are within a 50 mile radius of Manhattan is where our greatest market is. But we've sent beds to Oklahoma. We've sent beds to South Dakota and Nebraska. So a, a lot of that comes back from whether we have the bed in stock and they're ready to buy. We probably have the greatest selection of beds located within a 100-mile radius of Manhattan, Kansas.
0: And I think that is something that was really unique when I first sat down in the very beginning and they're talking about these truck beds and accessories that I was like, oh, they probably have something where they just order the bed through X, Y, and Z. And I come up and the beds are all here. So I feel like that's pretty unique where it's when you buy that truck and you want that bed, you can have it now.
1: Absolutely, but the unique thing about it is <clears throat> the cabin chassis trucks are all the same. 60-inch cab to axle or longer with a 34-inch frame rail. But then you get into the bed deletes, and then you have different wheelbase lengths on a short bed, whether it be a Ram, Ford, GM, and then the same thing on a long bed, and then you have different frame lengths. So it takes so many different beds to facilitate what people are needing when they want to put it on their truck.
0: So if somebody is starting off to look for a flatbed for their truck, or where would you start on what they need?
1: First off, I'd find out what type of work they're doing. Okay. If, if it's in the ag world or whether it's in the construction world or whether they just want to pull a, have a flatbed that they don't have set up as high to get things in and out of. Then you have to find out the brand of the truck. Because every one of those are different from a standpoint of what the wheelbase is, where you get your gooseneck ball put, whether they want a receiver hitch on it, or whether they want a factor if they want a butt board with the receiver hitch in it. So there's so many different options to look at. Then you have steel, aluminum, then you have skirted and non-skirted. So all those come into place in what people are looking for in their beds.
0: So what's the big difference of the use of aluminum bed to steel bed?
1: The, the first thing is that most of the steel beds are black and over the time they will chip paint and, and they will start showing their wear. The aluminum beds you can keep bright and keep them looking good all the time. The biggest problem that you see in the aluminum beds, if you slide anything across the floor and there's a sharp point, it might cut the material but the aluminum bed will weigh three to 400 pounds less than the steel bed.
0: Okay. There's no difference on length of life in them, anything like that?
1: I think the aluminum bed will outlast the steel bed because the steel bed, once the paint gets broke down a little bit, then you have issues with rust. An aluminum bed will never rust.
0: Okay. Are they both just as durable?
1: Uh, because Yes, they are because the... Steel, the aluminum bed has actually got a steel frame underneath of it, and the aluminum bed is bolted to that steel frame.
0: So do you, do you guys sell steel bed and aluminum? Yes, we do. So what would you say the higher percentage of beds sold? Would it be steel or aluminum?
1: Well, it's going to be steel. We'll probably sell four steel to one aluminum because of cost.
0: So the aluminum is more expensive? The
1: aluminum is more expensive. It's, on an average, it's going to run $1,500 to $2,000 more because of the aluminum.
0: Gotcha. So then then you get into the accessory side also, which I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms to open. And so what all else do you guys do with the accessory sides piggybacking off of the, the beds?
1: Well, we, we do a lot of different things. We'll do steps. We will do grill guards. We just got through putting an airbag system on a truck. Uh, we don't do a lot of electronic things yet because that's a changing market within these manufacturers and everything that away. way. So most of everything that we do is bolt on, but it's gonna be grill guards. It's gonna be window vents, bug deflectors, steps, uh, you name it, we can do it. Cold air intake. So there's a lot of different things we can do.
0: So now you can buy your truck and you can get everything done to it all within brakes.
1: Absolutely, and, so. and, and we have an opportunity to do aftermarket parts or we can do OEM parts. So, and typically, the aftermarket parts typically have a greater warranty on it than the OEM parts do.
0: (laughs) It's funny how that works. (laughs) Very much so. (laughs) So, you said you've been in the organization for? 35 years. 35 years. So what does the the evolution of your 35 years look like within the the organization?
1: Well, like I told you earlier, when I come to work here in, in 1989, I needed a job at that time. And I thought, well, I'm going to do this because uh, um, I needed to make some money for my family. And and I've known Mr. Briggs since he's been five years old. We grew up three miles apart over the hills. So we was in 4-H together, and and so we've been longtime friends. And uh, so with that being said, I started out in when we were one franchise, Jeep Eagle, and that was it. And uh, in 1989, and, and the unique thing about it, we got our first Wrangler Islander in 1992. And the list on it was $22,000. And we thought, how in the world are we going to sell it? You know? And today those Wranglers are <laughs> over $50,000. It's just amazing. But I spent 19 years at the, the Jeep Eagle store. And then I come out to the West location and spent two years out here. And then went back to the GM store and and spent 20 years there. And uh, with a couple things that went on, I come back out here to work at the West Store to sell used vehicles. And when this opportunity come up to sell the beds, they asked me to come to the store and, and work to see if I could grow this business.
0: Game over from there.
1: Game over. It's been great. I've enjoyed it. And truly, I needed a little bit of change in my life. Uh, this gives me an, give me an opportunity to learn something different and and some things out of way because the the car truck industry is is kind of boring at times too, but yet on the other hand, it can be interesting to learn what they 've done different to the vehicles
0: yeah I think the the evolution of vehicles is pretty crazy, and uh, I have not been around as long as you have but the 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 change is so rapid right now
1: yeah, very much so when I come to work, they handed me a pencil and a, and a notepad and said, Rick, get to the phone book and start making cold calls. <laughs> cold calls. And, and today it's completely different with the computers and all the information and the programs they have for their customer, for our customer base and everything that way.
0: And, and I think that's something that the evolution of the business has carried with the evolution of cars. And you still have that knowledge base that we were just talking about before we even started on here. We should have been recording, I mean, 20 minutes before we started. <laughs> But we we're talking about how just a lot of people don't have that knowledge base. When they call and they have questions, they don't know how to answer them. And you have been so on top of learning those things as you go that you have became that expert in the space that if I ever need a truck, but I'm definitely talking to you.
1: I understand. An expert, I don't know if I would classify myself that way. I, I put my pants on one leg at a time like everybody else <laughs> does. But, but I do retain things well, and once I've learned it, it stays in my mind where I can answer people's questions when they have them,
0: yeah, I think that you guys have really found a a different niche market that that somebody hasn't partnered these two together. They haven't partnered the the whole truck sale with the the bed with the actually setting the truck up how somebody needs it
1: sure, absolutely, and that's that's what we're here for is we can show some different options we We put on two service bodies for the Ram store in Topeka and uh, they turned out great. The service bodies were here. We added tool boxes to the top of the service bodies. We added ladder racks. We put a warning light system in it. We put a fuel tank and fuel pump in it. So we can a- accommodate what anybody wants in a bed or a service body, any type of work they wanna do.
0: And I think that there's, I mean, there's tons of businesses out there that have to have all those service bodies on there to to take those trucks to work. And I think a lot of times somebody buys the vehicle and then they're not always sure where to go. And then they don't even know if they trust the people that they're going to get it from. And if it's done all correctly, and you guys have that A, B, C all the way down. And it's, I feel like it makes a seamless seamless connection with that client too. And,
1: and that's what we like. You know, over the course of the years, as we talk about what I've been here, I have some great customers that I've sold vehicles to that I'm still selling vehicles to, and I started in 1989. And that's what we want to do here in the bed accessory store is continue to grow this business so people have an understanding of what we offer, and it gets back to pick your truck, pick your bed. Just, Just a simple thing, and we can do that.
0: How many beds do you guys keep in stock on average?
1: Right now, there's probably more than we should have. Our inventory is a little bit heavy right now, but I would like to keep 100 to 140 beds in stock because it takes so many different beds to facilitate every one of these pickups that are not cabin chassis. Do you do
0: a large amount of cabin chassis trucks?
1: Right now, I would say that we're doing three to one on cabin chassis gotcha and uh, <clears throat> and it's interesting is that this is evolving um i've got customers that are coming back uh for beds more and more all the time and that's what we want and and we facilitate to help get this accomplished by putting the beds on try and get them on in a timely fashion it's just like the one customer that just left here he looked at the process he loved the way we put the fuel fill in so it's got a good slope to it and fill that tank so We take that into consideration when we are installing these beds also for the customer satisfaction.
0: 100%. So when, if somebody's looking at, say the accessory side, do they have to come in store to buy accessories or how can they purchase accessories through
1: you? We we have just set up our website and they can go right to the website, plug their truck in, what they want, look for the accessories. They can buy them right there online they are asked whether we want to, if they want us to install those accessories, or we will ship them directly to them. So you guys and very seamless me- system.
0: So it can go nationwide on the accessory side. Uh,
1: absolutely.
0: So then, on bedsides on beds, do you have to install beds, or do you just sell beds straight up also?
1: We we will cash and carry any any bed here. Okay. And and we do have some takeoff beds that have, that people did not want them to keep. So we do have some OEM takeoff beds here also.
0: What does that process look like if somebody has a truck that has a bed on it, they're getting a flatbed put on it, what happens to the old bed? Do you-
1: we give the customer the opportunity to do what he wants to do with the bed. Uh, we will offer him a price for it. He can take it or he can leave it, but if he, if, he, if he doesn't take the price, we will set the bed back on his truck and let him take it home with him.
0: Perfect. It all sounds... I mean, super seamless, like, that. The, the process I think a lot of times people are more nervous about than how easy it actually is.
1: Here, here's the unique thing about it. So many people get nervous because they truly don't understand what they're doing, okay? And that's why we're here is to help educate people to make the best buying decision they possibly can in a bed. And, and look at it in an economical standpoint from that standpoint also.
0: All right, Rick. At the end of each podcast, we go over if you had a word of advice to someone that's looking to purchase a bed, purchase a truck, purchase them together, what word of advice would you give them?
1: The unique thing about what we do in this industry here out here is you got to understand what you're going to do with the bed and what type of truck you're putting on it so we can help facilitate what you need in your world as far as your work. And what goes on your truck.
0: Perfect. So how can people get in contact with you also?
1: Uh, they can reach us by uh, our email at htbeds.com or the phone number is 785-410-0268. So, uh, and I I answer my phone. I have an app that sends any phone call to me, whether it be 24 hours a day.
0: So you're always on it. Always on it. All right, once again, it was great talking with you. It was great going over this. You are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the truck space and the bed space and the accessory space.
1: Well, thank you for saying that. I, I just try to facilitate what we need to do to help Mr. Briggs' customers.
0: Perfect. So if anyone is looking for a truck, they're looking for a bed, they're looking for truck bed accessories, they're looking for truck accessories, whatever it is, Rick is your guy.
1: Absolutely. Um, We're uh, here. We're here, guys. I come in at 6 30 in the morning and I stay until 6 o'clock at night.
0: So you got you got all the time in the world to come see him. And once again, this is the Briggs Auto Insider for all of your automotive buying needs. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's
1: been great. It has been. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to Briggs Auto Insider the podcast where automotive knowledge begins tune in next week for another episode